98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station, Burns and Gambo. We had fun with them last year, back and forth all season long in the good times and in the bad. Of course, I'm talking about Keyshawn Johnson, ESPN radio host from the Keyshawn J. Will and Max show. And after week one, we wanted some unfiltered Cardinals talk and NFL talk. So we turn to our guy, Keyshawn Johnson, who joins us here on the Burns and Gambo show. Keyshawn, I hope this call finds you well. Thank you for coming on, man. How you doing? It's, it's good, man, but it won't be no back and forth this year for the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, you, Lizzie, you might be right. It's just going to be a one-sided conversation. Oof, damn. What are, what are you seeing? What did you see? In, I went over a lot of game film last night. I watched a lot of what, – what, what did you see from that first game against Kansas City? I mean, look, it, it, they got off to a slow start, and if Kansas City's offense is going to be tough. Arizona's defense is not great. You know, I thought that – I thought that they – Looked okay at times, but they don't. They're just not at the level the Kansas City Chiefs are um, for a number of reasons. I think that they need a little bit more help on the receiver end. Uh, you know, the the uh, the defensive side of the ball. There was no real major pass rush that affected Patrick Mahomes whatsoever. Um, you know, it's just, a, 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 as they say, all three phases of the game. But they tried to make a little stink of a comeback, but that, you know, that was short-lived. Um, yeah, game was over at that yeah, point. Yeah. You said what? Game was over at that point. They scored a couple of meaningless touchdowns in the fourth quarter. By that yeah. point, they were down like 37-7, to seven, like they were getting killed. Yeah, it wasn't even, it was just, they're not on the same level. Give me the give me the rece- give me the wide receiver perspective. DeAndre Hopkins out six weeks. Rondell Moore, who's one of your one of your top three or four receivers, is out. W- what does a quarterback need to do when he's missing some of his key weapons? He's got to depend on what he has, and the guys that that are there got to step up and help the quarterback out. Um, that's just the reality of it. Yeah, that, that you know the Hollywood Browns of the world, the AJ Greens of the world. Uh, they've got to do what they can do to help Kyler Murray out. And that didn't happen on Sunday. I, I, something about the Chiefs, and I'm just curious from your own personal perspective, are they the second best team in the NFL? Are they the first best team? Third? How, how much did the quality of competition matter for the Cardinals when playing a team that good on Sunday? You mean for the you mean for you you mean the quality for Kansas City or for the Cardinals? For the Cardinals. I mean, the, did they just did they oh, just play yeah, one? Um, of the, How good of a team did yeah, they, they just they, lose they're to? They're not. They're, they're not. The Cardinals aren't good enough yet for those type of teams. They're not good enough for uh, you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the healthy New Orleans Saints, the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens. They're just not ready for that yet. I know that they looked good last year, beginning of the season. They got off to a great start until people start getting hurt. But they're just not there yet. And a lot of it has to do with uh, experience, hurt players, uh, coaching decisions that's being made, all of those sort of things. You know, I, I told somebody, I don't know who it was today, I was like, well, they gave three big contracts uh, to the general manager, head coach, and to the quarterback that could potentially be wasted in about three years. Ooh. Yeah, wow. All three of them. 
right. One of the things that we talked about a lot here was just like, you know, Camp Cupcake. Like, you know, not, you know, they, they've they struggled in the second half of the seasons. They really struggled down the stretch. So this year they put everybody in bubble wrap. They didn't want anybody to get hurt. They didn't, they didn't play a lot in the preseason. A lot of the starters didn't play. They wanted to make sure everybody got through healthy. I mean, look, you paid, played for Rich Kotite, I think, once. So that might be the worst coach in history of the NFL before Parcells came in. But what's your philosophy? What do you think, having played in the era you did with the way that these teams approach the preseason nowadays with many of them not wanting to play their starters? I'm okay with that. That doesn't – I'm fine with that. That doesn't affect anything. I think a lot of people – you know, you get some sloppy play, but you get sloppy play from both sides, right? Defense and offense on both teams. Um you know, yeah, we got beat up in training camp, and we had two a days, and you know, we didn't get our first off day until two weeks in training camp. All of that sort of stuff. But there's so many different ways to skin a cat. You know, a lot of people like you guys, I'm sure, old heads. Uh, they should be practicing for They should be in the throwing in the off season and hanging out in Cabo and, and relaxing and throwing with one another. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> I had a whole conversation earlier today uh, on a show on Canty and Car- Carlin and Canty, and that's what they were trying to tell me about Aaron Rodgers and his receivers. I'm it means nothing because there's no 6'7", 300-pound defensive end bearing down on Aaron Rodgers in T-shirts and shorts. <laughs> so it means absolutely nothing. Training camp is good for the mind to get you accustomed to what could potentially be coming from a playbook standpoint, but you're not hitting you're not taking guys down to the ground. They're not. Get, you're not going across the middle and getting the. You know the. You know what smacked out of you. The quarterback isn't getting ragdolled in training camp. So really, what good is it? As long as they're in shape, that's fine. I'd rather get to the game healthy than limp into the game. Keyshawn Johnson, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show from ESPN Radio. I, I think I know the answer to this. I'm going to ask it anyway. Did anything about Sunday's loss to the Chiefs change your opinion about the Cardinals, or did you have a fairly low opinion of the Cardinals going into the season to begin with, Key? I mean, I, don't, I never have a low opinion about them. I just think that they are what they are. They are a middle-tier NFC team. They are like... 8, 9, 10, 11, they can climb up and still, you know, get into that 6, 5, 6 role with a, a nice season. But they're not in the class with the top four teams in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. So top four teams, you go in Tampa, Green Bay, you go in Philly, Minnesota. You put New Orleans in there. Rams, obviously the Rams. Well, I'm, so. well, I'm, 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 I don't know why you wouldn't put New Orleans in there. I no. really don't. Uh, but but I would go New Orleans. You know, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Rams. You know, uh, the Rams. That, that's kind of what I would you know interchange. Maybe you could put. Maybe you could squeeze a Minnesota in based on them beating first week beating. Uh, soundly beating up on Green Bay. But that's really the just of it, right? Those are really the teams. I'm not, like, sold on San Francisco as of yet. Um, They're going to be without Kittle again, I think, this week. And they're going to play Seattle, which knows them. 
with a young quarterback at Trey Lance, so they could be 0-2. Um, you know, that's about right, though. Those are about the teams. Let me ask you uh, on Mahomes. Uh, maybe Cliff needs a, a homework clause instead of Kyler. History has shown that you don't blitz Patrick Mahomes. He kills her. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL against the blitz, so he's the least blitzed quarterback in the league. What did the Cardinals do? They blitzed over 50% of the time. Just in watching that and seeing how much they blitzed, if you got a chance to see any of it, were you surprised by that? I mean, Vance Joseph came up with the game plan, not me. And Chris Kingsbury signed off on it. So, you know, when you know that this is probably not what you want to do, the ball's going to get out quick when you bring in pressure and he's able to move around the way that he's able to move around and Eric Bieniemy is able to dial things up. Who knows? Yeah. Key, it was good hearing your voice, man. Stay well. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes. We appreciate it, okay? Anytime, don't don't be scared when they go zero and six to call me. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, well, I mean, what, what? When did you get when you with with Rich Kotite? When did you guys finally win your first game? Wait, what, which when was that? We if we want you want to laugh? Uh huh. Of course. We beat the Arizona Cardinals. Oh my God! In, Is that the win? Sun Devil Stadium in front of like eighteen thousand people. <laughs> it, it was like we. I want to say it was probably like week seven or eight. That was the then only win Rich Kotite had. He had one seen, win. He had one you win. You seen the locker room, though. The locker room, he thought we won the damn Super Bowl. We were so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like midway through the season? Because you guys you guys went 1-15 in 15 that year with Rich Kotite. I totally remember that. I got it. I got it right here. You got the I game? Got, I got it right here. Oh, Rich Kotite. Sunday, October 27th, 1996. Oh, my God. The New York Jets beat the Arizona Cardinals by a score of thirty-one to twenty-one. You want to? You, you remember that real well, Key? Huh? Yeah. You got the what, box score. My, what, what was my stat what, line? What Key do in that game? Keyshawn Johnson was targeted nine times. He had seven catches for ninety-four yards and a touchdown. Oh, big game! Big game! <laughs> big game! Frank Reich. Yeah. Now, so I was a rookie receiver. Here's another story. I was a rookie receiver, and Aeneas Williams is covering me. And, you know, Aeneas is is, is a, 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 a Christian brother, right? And he's yes. deeply religious into his whole deal. And, you know, I'm a, a blank talking you-know-what, right? <laughs> and I catch a pass, and I jump up, and I'm, I'm going at him. And he's just like, God got a lot of plans for you in this league, brother. I was just like, he completely blew my high. It was a, it was one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen. I'm talking trash, and I got the dude preaching to me. It was the funniest thing ever. I was like, okay. I don't think I need to be talking to this man like this. <laughs> oh, that is Keyshawn, great. That story's great, oh. man. That story's so good. That's the why, why co-tight Jets. That's why oh. we love having you on, man. That was really funny. God, I was going to be laughing good about stuff. that one for good days. Stuff. Good stuff, Key, man. We will be calling you. Don't worry about that, all right? We'll have you on again real soon. All right, bud. We'll talk. All right, Key, thanks. Keyshawn Johnson, George, because you're the person. Can't push.